Hey everybody, it's Matt here. And before we get to the episode today, I just want to invite you to slay this giant of sexual sin with us. I want to invite you to consider doing an event with us. We have so many different kinds of events that we could do. There's events for men, there's events for men and women, events for parents, for youth, for young adults. There's Sunday morning preaching. Um, some of the events that we do are for our one-time things and some are weekend-long conferences. And so if this is on your heart and you'd like to address sexuality and porn in your church or in your circle, in your ministry or whatever that might look like, uh, I would invite you to go to restoredministries.ca slash events. You can see what's possible there with some things that we've done in the past. And we're also very flexible with working with different event organizers and, and churches in what it can look like for their particular setting. And so if you have it on your heart to carry the message forward of, of freedom and wholeness and health over sexual brokenness, I would love to chat about what that might look like. Go to restoredministries.ca slash events. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see my email and feel free to email me. We can hop on a Zoom call together and look at what doing an event together might look like for you. Hey, Peer Victory Tribe. We recently interviewed Chandler Rogers from the Relay app. Yeah, you can hear his personal story and the story of why Relay was created on episode 141. Chandler personally overcame a struggle with compulsive pornography use, and then he used his experience to give back to others by creating Relay, a group-based recovery app for people wanting freedom from addictive sexual behavior. He basically built what he wished he had during his healing journey, tools to manage recovery goals, an SOS button to reach out when feeling triggered, and a system for accountability with peers, all in a private, safe space. So you can find out more about the Relay app in the show notes and learn more about it or join a recovery group at www.joinrelay.app. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Brad Inhappner. Hey, 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 welcome back to Pure Victory Podcast. Thanks for being part of our tribe. Matt here, Brad here. See, I do first names. I don't always use a, a nickname for you. I know. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, just throwing you <laughs> off. Well, a few episodes ago, you called me Gradin, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. The Lord knows I like uh, like nicknames. He gave me a new one. Uh-huh. This is a good episode. I'm excited. I, I mean, we say that a lot, but I love talking about hearing God's voice and uh, and so it's going to be good before we get there. If you are on an app and you'd love to leave a review, we would love that. And, um, somebody was just talking to me, a listener recently about just the importance of it and getting the word out and the importance of people leaving reviews. And I was like, oh, thanks for saying that, that it is important, not just for us to say that, but other people see the importance too. So, um, anyways, you could leave a star review or written review would be great too. If you want, if you don't want, that's okay too. But uh, it does help get the word out mm-hmm. for other people who are out there struggling. And, and uh, um, yeah, today we're talking about hearing God's voice out there. I heard a, a comedian recently, and he was talking in a, in a squeaky voice like, Hey, my name's Jesus. <laughs> He's like, I don't imagine Jesus sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a loud, thundering voice. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't visualize that either. I auditorily visualize that. <laughs> no. Hi, welcome to heaven. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so funny. No, that's not how I've heard it. <laughs> no, exactly. That's the thing is that is I'm thinking like no when you when you hear when you know his voice you know what it sounds yeah. like right and <laughs> and he can speak to us in different ways but mm-hmm. um but it comes to a point where it, it's cool a few years after I really started learning the Lord's voice where other people would say things. 
um, and this is just an example, like God will often speak in like plays on words. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear other people like, Hey, God said this to me and it's a play on word. I'm like, yeah, it totally sounds Mm -hmm. like God because he has a personality and he, and we all have a way of speaking and God has a way of speaking. And when you can get to know it, it's, it's pretty cool because, uh, it'll, it'll transform us and it can transform us in a moment. Um, but I also remember when, when I started teaching and preaching, um, I had to make a decision for myself, like from stage, do I want to talk about what God said? Like, Hey, God said this to me because mm-hmm. sometimes people say that and it's like, well, did he really, or are you making that up? Or is it to make yourself look good or whatever? And I tried to be careful with, if I'm not really sure, like if I think God said something, but I don't really know, I try to stay away from that. But when I, when I experience him speaking to me and it's powerful or there's fruit from it, then, then I'm, I'm willing to say that. But the reason I, I made that decision when I started teaching was because I, I, I thought I want to inspire other people to understand that we do need this relationship with God. And, and I can hear his voice, not because, not because I'm special, but because God is special and he made all of us for that. And so you can hear his voice, whether you know it or not, you can, because you're made to hear it. And the amount that I find myself speaking about different things the Lord has said to me just kind of emphasizes to me, like, I don't know where I would be in my life story if I didn't hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Because I, the amount that I talk about different things God has said to me, it's it, it, this stuff is essential. Mm-hmm. And I need his voice because I'm not good enough without it. So, um, so yeah, we're going to get into a little bit of, of, of that. And then this is... Um, also bouncing off last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, be sure to listen to that one too, whether now or after you're done this episode, and you can see how they go together. Yeah. So like last week, we talked about how we manage our disappointments and the emotions with that and why hearing God's voice in this episode, why that matters in our recovery journey. And we don't just mean recovery from things like porn, because that's a very, well, of course, it's very much part of what we're talking about here, but just in life in general, it's so important. I think that we miss out on that, that overall kind of point of view. Uh, we can just be so focused in on one little angle, and sometimes that's with porn. God wants to speak more to you than just about porn. He wants to speak about who you are, your value, your worth. He wants to talk about different things that have happened in your life and what is to come. So, like these are, uh, this is really important in understanding just life in general, and. We'll go through, you know, how we hear God's voice and we can talk a little bit about how we know it's God's voice. We'll talk a little bit about how we can prepare ourselves for this and, and how we can quiet the noise of our mind and life. And then how this relates to and, and, and is important in, in our recovery for sure, uh, why that's that's key. And we'll go through some kind of life things in our own personal life of how this made a difference, hearing God's voice in our lives. Um, but I, I just want to say God's speaking. God is speaking to you. And we may not know that. You might think to yourself, why would God speak to me? He speaks to others. He doesn't speak to me. Not true. God speaks. He speaks to you. But maybe just sometimes in the own noise of our life, we don't hear or we're not asking. We're not asking God to speak to us. So, I mean, that doesn't mean that he's not speaking. It just means that we're not mentally prepared to hear from him. Mm. We're not there present to be open to what God has to say to us. We have no quiet in our life to be able to do that. So, why this matters. You know, when God speaks, things change. Our lives are impacted. We're changed. Um, we're transformed. He says the right thing in the right moment, the right time. Like it's an, it's just incredible. We have so many examples from our own life of how this has worked. And 
I just want to say to you, if you may be in disbelief about this, God speaks and he's speaking to you, wants to speak to you. And if anything, I hope that's what you're hearing from this episode. Uh, so we'll go through what kind of, first off, what did it means to hear from God and, and what his voice sounds like. And when I say his voice, Matt's joking about a squeaky kind of voice. We're not talking about an audible voice. Like you, you've listened to us on this podcast. You kind of maybe have, if you've listened to a few, you know what our voice sounds like. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> um, we're not talking about a specific kind of audible uh, tone or anything like that. We're speaking about um, overall how God first off talks to us and and how we know it is of Him. So that's really the important thing. Um, and so, what are some ways that God speaks to us? Well. We can, we can go through some of them here, but I think the first overarching understanding of how God speaks is through his word. That's uh, central to all this. Um, how he speaks first off is his word. Anything he does speak to us will never contradict his word, will never be outside of his word, or in the sense, um, um, add to his word. Like, it is in line with what he has already spoken to us in the Bible, and that's really key. And a lot of people have got messed up by this because they'll, they, they think they'll hear God, but really what they're hearing is their own inner voice or their own inner desires. Um, and, and this is really key. I remember there was one example I heard years ago. A guy, um, he was in a rocky marriage and he heard what he thought was God's voice that he had to divorce his wife and go marry another woman. Now his marriage, <laughs> while struggling, um, there, there was no infidelity, you know, nothing like that. He just was struggling in the marriage. So he thought he heard from God, time to divorce her and go get a new wife. Well, I'm going to ask you all listeners out there, was that God? Oh, I'm going to tell you right now, no, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we know that. Why? Because scripture, that's coming back to that. I mean, God calls us in, when we marry, that we are married to that one spouse. We are in covenant with them. And, and that's... That, so he will never do anything outside of scripture. So when I heard that, that doesn't hit the, the smell test well. Like, you know, <laughs> like you just hear that and you're like, that's not of God. And so we're going to go through a few examples of that. But there's an example. Scripture really is key. If it goes against God's scripture, it's not from God. Yeah, there was a lady a few years ago too. She said the same thing to me. She, she, she was just learning about hearing God's voice and in really cool ways. And she said, man, I had this vision. And I forget what the vision was, but she described it to me. And she's like, I just see that God is allowing me to leave my husband right now. And I, so we had to talk, but it didn't, I mean, she wasn't willing to hear anything because a lot of times when we have these desires, that's what we think God is saying to us. Mm -hmm. Now, when I heard the vision that she described to me, I'm like, it's clearly not saying that in the vision, (laughs) but she interpreted it in in alignment with her desires, not with God's desires. So she's viewing God, she's creating a God in her mind that doesn't exist. Exactly. He only cares about her desires, right? Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And so now, I mean, you look at that story. I mean, she's just gone south in so many ways and her kids, like, doesn't even have a relationship with her kids. I mean, that's not what God will want. And so whenever there's a a thing that God speaks to us, the fruit is always going to be godly down the road. And so it's going to be in line with God's word. It's going to be godly. Uh, The fruit is going to be godly. And so you have to know God's word. And sometimes he's going to speak something to you um, on your own when you're not reading the scripture and you're just like, okay, so he, he's telling me to stay in my marriage. He's telling me to forgive my, my spouse. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's in line yeah. with scripture. Sometimes you're literally reading the Bible and something stands out to you 
And we can be so determined sometimes. Like, I want to read a chapter a day or, you know, yeah. Bible in a year. Sometimes he just wants to speak to you through one verse. Yeah. And so I think it's really important to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when you're reading the Bible and go, what are you wanting to speak to me? Or, hey, Holy Spirit, speak to me through this time when I'm reading the Bible. And when you do that, you're more you're sensitive to that. And so if a verse is highlighted, you go back to that. Yeah. I remember a couple months ago I was reading, and I kind of there was something that stood out, and I skipped over, or not skipped over, but I kept on reading, and nothing else stood out in the same way. So I was like, let's just go back to that one mm-hmm. verse that stood out. And I just kind of meditated on that, and I've thought about it ever since. Yeah. So it was cool, but... So we want to be sensitive, and and I I think a big part of this is, like, when I want to teach people how to hear God's voice, which is, I guess, what we're doing. So um, you want to expect it, and then take, like, expect that you'll be able to hear, and then take time. Like, take time to listen. How many of us in prayer just ask God questions or do all the talking, and then we just move on, Mm -hmm. right? And (laughs) it's kind of like, it's kind of like if I were to look at you, Brad, and go, uh, like, hey, Brad, and how was golf the other day? Well, I went, so tonight I'm having dinner with my wife and we're having spaghetti. It's like, I asked you a question, but I gave you no time to answer. And then I just went on to something sure, else. Sure. Like, I really think that when we're praying, and I've listened, I've done it myself, where it's like I'm praying and it, I ask God a question and just move on. Yeah. And he must be like, oh, man, I really want to speak to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But here's the goodness of God in this, is that even when we do that, He's, he does still hear our question, and a lot of times I've found he still will come through an answer in some way. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time, just a story, I was walking into my prayer, the room where I was going to pray, and I said, um, God, can you teach me how to connect with you through the, through the Bible? And I didn't stop and like silently listen, but I just said that, and then I opened up my Bible, and then something cool happened and he spoke to me through the verses and I'm like oh cool this this was the answer to prayer but I I really want to encourage you guys as listeners that when you're praying just consider asking the Lord a question and then stopping and just silently listen Mm -hmm. and just wait like is God speaking to you wait for what he will do but with expectation expect that he can speak to you expect that you can listen but don't expect that he will speak in a certain way or in a certain time because sometimes, Brad, you can speak to this, but sometimes it's down the road that he'll answer a prayer, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, that is moves along with our expectations. Like our expectations can get in our way. Um, uh, and you're right, yeah, because he can speak in ways that we don't quite understand or know in the moment. And we have an idea in our mind of how we think he's going to speak to us. And that's not the way it ends up being. And, and so we have to have an open mind to how he's going to speak. And when we ask a question... Be prepared um, for maybe something different than we, we thought was going to be. And, um, but it's important that we, we practice that quiet time um, to prepare ourselves to listen, prepare our hearts to listen. Because um, when we ask the question, like you're saying, Matt, we may not have no in- any intention at all of listening. Like we ask a question, but you know, we, by our actions, by our choices, we are not listening. You know, we ask that question. Yes, God can answer it and will answer it. Uh, but uh, I think that we can enter into the process in a so much better way instead of hearing it maybe later. Um, I mean, God comes through in the right time for us, but often we create the noise in our life to the point where it takes us way longer to learn lessons than it needs to. Um, look at the Israelites in the desert for 40 years. They wandered, right? God was speaking, but they weren't listening. Yeah, <laughs> And... Yep. 
um, I, you know, that, that we can have our own desert moments too, because God cares too much about us. He loves us too much to, um, you know, to, to do things in the way that we think is best because that's not the best. He's going to do things in the way that is best. And that's the way that he is, is going to respond to us or, or, or um, the way that he is going to act in our life. And he knows best. His purpose is best. So if we need to have time in the desert because we're not willing to listen, that's where we're going. And I'm going to tell you, I'd, I'd much rather not be in the desert. <laughs> um, so that's why let's prepare our hearts um, to hear and listen. And um, it's, it's a stance, really. Like we have to take that stance in our life. And it's so amazing when he does speak to us how that just impacts us when we need it in the moment. And um, it might be something about our past or present. Um, it could be something that is later down the road. But the key thing is, is that this is something that we need, as Matt was saying. We need this in our life to know that he's speaking. We know he's speaking to us through scripture. And every time we read the word, it's incredible. It's living. Um, it, it hits us at different points. It's not the meaning changes of scripture, but the way that we're hearing it in a moment, the season of life, we need in that moment. I've read many verses um, that in that moment, it hit me in such a profound way because I could feel the Holy Spirit speaking to me through this. And then I'll read that same verse a year later or a month later or whatever, and it's, it, it, I hear it different, right? And it's not that the meaning changes. It's just that it's impacting me in a different way. I might read the same verse and it's, man, I'm weeping. And then later down the road, I'm like, it doesn't impact me that way at all. I just read it and I move on to the next because I'm just not hearing the same way. So it's the same thing for us. Like we need to know, to learn to know God in a better way and through his word is, is the primary way. And another way too is sometimes God uses other people to speak to us. Um, I've had many times in my life where someone will come challenge me or give me a, a word that they feel God had for me. Um, it could be, a ch- like I said, um, an encouraging word as well or a challenge. Um, my wife has, this has happened through my wife so many times where she's challenged me in the exact way I needed. And I knew it was God working through her. Um, and one of the caveats I'll give you when it comes to other people, this is really important because sometimes people, I mean, they have, gr- some have good intentions, some don't have good intentions, but they might say something that doesn't resonate with you at all, Right. And it's, it's important to understand, again, it has to be in line with God's word. <laughs> so if someone says something to you that's way on left field, that doesn't line up scripture, toss it out. Don't even think anything of it. If someone says something to you um, that you know isn't from God because it is not in line, like we call it your knower. Okay, that's your deep inner spiritual self. Um, God, I mean, it's your eternal self, your knower. Um, if it doesn't resonate with your knower, like for instance, if someone came up to me and said, Brad, I think you're called to leave Family Life Canada and go be a music pastor in some dusty church in Pig's Knuckle, Saskatchewan. Um, I would tell them right away, first off, have you heard me sing? (laughs) 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 That doesn't resonate with my knower. I mean, that's way off base, dude. Like if some guy said that to me. So there's times like that where we can know that because God's given us that, that that intuition, I should say, and the Holy Spirit works in that. And, and so you have some tests to this. I love it in scripture where Paul's preaching to a group of people called the Bereans. And scripture tells us that once the Bereans heard what Paul said to them, they went and searched the scripture. He was preaching sermons to them. He went, they went and searched the scripture. They were challenged by his ideas and they went and looked in the Bible to see if what he was saying lined up. I love that. I mean, that's what we're called to do, right? Like we test these things. And because and so many people have said some things that have derailed lives because they, they don't know God's voice. Mm. And so that's really key that you've you got to test these things when you hear it. That's cool. I mean, he speaks to us in so many different ways. I was impacted recently by Exodus 15, 
And there's a lot that I kind of learned from it. But one of the things that I was looking at was that people were grumbling to Moses. It says, Moses cried to the Lord and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water and the water became fit to drink because it was bitter before. But God didn't answer him. Like he didn't say something to Moses. It just says God showed him a piece of wood or showed him a log. And sometimes sometimes we're looking for him to speak to us with a word, but he shows us things instead. Sometimes we want to get a dream, but he has someone else speak to us. That's why we just need to be so sensitive, but not expect a certain way. Um, have you seen Bruce Almighty? Oh, yeah. yeah. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. So we had our n- yeah. couple nephews over last night. We were watching yeah. Bruce Almighty. Yeah. And the start of it is so funny because he's bitter against God, right? Bitter yeah. towards God. And he's like, God, just show me a sign. And then this truck full of like 12 different signs yep. turns in front of him. Yep. And they're all like, stop, no trespassing, yeah. no no through road or I whatever. Remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then it's like, God, just speak to me. And then his pager goes off immediately and he gets mad and throws his pager out. And he yeah. says, God, stop me from going a certain way. And then he gets in a car accident and stops him. But he's like, he doesn't recognize it, right? Yeah. Because he wants God to speak in a different way, mm-hmm. but he's bitter. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, this is funny. But God shows up, I think, more, way more like that, like way more than we expect or that we than we realize. And when we can just be super sensitive, I think is really good. So if you're out there and you're going, okay, I, I would like that, I think the best place to start is ask God, hey, I want to be more sensitive to your voice. Mm-hmm. Can you just help me be more sensitive? Can you help me hear your voice? Sometimes I joke that that's my really profound teaching on hearing God's voice is just tell him, hey, I want to learn your voice. Can you help me learn your voice? Mm-hmm. And man, he's good enough that he will do it. Yeah. And so we want to get into a little bit about how how to bring God's voice um, specifically into our healing recovery. And when there's di- different moments of disappointment, like we talked about last week, um, what does it look like to bring God into that and to trust his voice and to hear his voice? Sure. So last week I was talking a little bit about um, I come from a broken home and how that um, impacted me as an adult moving into my um, adult years. And um, and so one of the ways it was impacting me is I, I learned to numb my emotions and not feel. And go back to the last week's episode if you want to hear a little bit more about that. But how hearing God's voice, how did that help me? Well, one of the ways is he brought me back to certain points in my life and he spoke about those moments. And he worked in the emotion and the pain that I felt in that. And if he hadn't spoken to me about certain things in my life at that point, I don't think I could have moved on. Um, I wouldn't have understood. I don't think I would have been able to, um, like I said, move past those things, but not even move past. I think move past is the wrong word. To move through, um, like to feel what I went through and to acknowledge what I went through, what I felt, and then understand that God cared about that. I think that's a better way of understanding it. So um, what happened to me is in the first five years of my life, I didn't know my biological father and my parents didn't have a relationship at all. Um, But my mom became a Christian when I was five uh, and I did it shortly after um, she did. So I was like, I was both, she became a Christian when I was five and then she taught me about that. And I, as a child, I asked Jesus into my heart. One of the first prayers I ever had was for a dad. I remember that as my mom was teaching me about what it meant to talk to God. And so I prayed and I asked for a dad and God granted me that prayer. Back then, I didn't understand how important that was. Um, you know, I, I think, of course, I felt the importance of that as a, as a child, knowing that I had a mom and a dad in the home and I love my dad. He's my stepdad, but he's my dad and love him. And 
Um, it really changed my life, but I didn't realize that till years later when I was adult and I was actually thinking about some of these things and how God redeemed my childhood um, through that moment. And what I realized was, you know, he showed me, I have a clear image. Um, this is a way he speaks. And one of the ways he can speak sometimes is through um, bringing you to a past moment and seeing that in your mind. It could be a word picture sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a word that comes to mind. And and don't discount that. If you hear something, um, it can be just a word or maybe, like I said, a picture flashes in your mind as you're asking God about certain things and or asking him to speak. Don't throw that out. Um you know, dwell on that. And and I did. I remember he, when I, God speaking to me is he brought me back to when I was a kid and I was praying for a dad. And I have a clear image of sitting down at bedtime with my mom and praying. And and Jesus showed me that he was in that moment and that he was redeeming my childhood. And he was answering that prayer as I prayed it. Uh. Um, that showed me he cared, showed me he saw what I had gone through and that he was working in it. And I'm so thankful for that, that made a world of difference for me. And um, the way that I would used to deal with disappointment and pain, um, if I would have known that, would have changed drastically. Um, but not only that, knowing that he was working in my life at that point, it allowed me to release so much to him um, because I felt alone as a little kid. I think alone would have been a key word, you know, but the fact that God so showed me he was with me um, he was with me in that moment and well before that. Um, and, and knowing that, it changed the trajectory of my life. Um, <clears throat> and even now, understanding it in a greater degree. Other aspects of that is he was able to speak to me about my emotions. Um, so one of the ways I dealt with emotion, uh, I didn't like it. I, I didn't feel like I had control as a kid. I, I didn't like all this swirling of of feeling that was there about what I'd gone through so I disattached myself from emotion I was scared of it I didn't think people would accept me if I had this emotion and what God showed me is um, as I, I was asking him into this and he was speaking is that he cared about all that he wasn't scared of my emotion and, and in fact he created me to be emotional he created me to feel and he cared about everything that I felt so understanding that, the numbness that I used to protect myself, those walls, well, they came crashing down. And they still, there's still layers to this that God's speaking into. And that's something that I, I hope you're all hearing too, is that I'm not fixed in a moment. Uh, it's, a, it's a journey in a lifetime that God's working in. But this is part of my peeling process that God's working in. Is he, He's sp- spoken to me about certain mo- moments in my life. He's spoken to me about things that, I've gone through and that he cares and he loves me and, and that I don't have to hide from the pain that I felt, but he's going to care about that pain. And, and that's made a difference in my life. So it's the same thing for anybody out there listening is that what he speaks to us, it changes us. It speaks to our life, our story. Um, it's not some sort of distant God that doesn't understand what you've gone through. Um, doesn't understand, uh, you know, all the feeling that you have. I always think back to in scripture, uh, Peter, and I love this story. Me and Matt were talking about this uh, just before we went on. Is uh, you know, When Peter denied Jesus three times, it says that he left that place and wept bitterly. So what happened, if you don't know the, the, the New Testament or the Bible, this, you're, you're new to this, is when Jesus was being 
brought before the Sanhedrin before he was crucified. He was on trial. It was a kangaroo court, but he was on trial. And Peter was in the out kind of lying room next to that. And he was listening to some of this. And there were some people around there and um, they were asking questions, you know, you know, Jesus, like you're a Galilean or, or whatever. Like you, you, you obviously are a follower of him. And he, he was asked three times and he denied three times. Just before that, he had said, you know, a few chapters before, he said he would die for Jesus. <laughs> and here he is denying him. He left from there, wept bitterly. So the pain he felt in that moment, it wrecked him. It was life-altering pain. Life-altering pain. Just think about that. It's so much pain in that moment that it was life-altering. And then after Jesus was crucified and resurrected and revealed himself to his followers in um, his resurrected self, uh, he told Jesus... Uh, he asked him three times, do you love me? Why, why did he do that? Because he knew exactly what Peter needed. He needed his story redeemed. So he spoke to Peter about that moment in his life and where it could have wrecked him, derailed him. He, Jesus redeemed that moment by speaking to him about those three denials and instead it became three affirmations of Peter's devotion and love for Jesus because Jesus affirmed him in that. Why do I bring this up? Jesus wants to speak to you about whatever you've gone through. And there might be something that has been life-altering in your life that you haven't been able to move past. God wants to speak to you about that. And I know that because he cares and loves deeply for you. And, and so what could that be if you opened yourself up? What could it look like if you opened yourself up to just have God speak to you about that? And I, I, that's so powerful. Um, and I know that it changed my life. I know it can change your life too. That was so cool because a lot of us, we just, we don't want to address the hard stuff, the things that we feel guilt or shame about or disappointments. Like it's, it's hard to bring that up, but that's like, that's like the first thing Jesus did with Peter mm-hmm. because he was so um, concerned with the health of Peter's heart and saying, no, I don't want you to have any guilt, any shame. I'm here for you. And I want to take that away from you. No condemnation in Christ. And so if you can, Think about what are the things that you feel down about? Do you feel like you've let God down? Do you feel disappointed with how someone else has treated you? Um, what are the emotions that you've that you felt in that? And bring those to Jesus. Hey, I felt really sad. I felt really mad. I felt really uh, offended or violated or betrayed or angry or whatever. Bring that to God. And, and I always want to encourage you, get God's perspective on people that have hurt you. Get God's perspective on you and get God's perspective on situations. I remember one time there was a tough situation um, with me being mistreated, my, my wife and I being mistreated. And I said to God, what, like, how do you want me to see this? And I just heard him say, this happened for you. Mm. And I went, oh, <laughs> that's not saying this happened to me because everybody in the world would say, wow, that happened to you guys. Yeah. Somebody mistreated you blatantly. He goes, no, it happened for you. It was as clear as anything. And it shook me because I'm like, whoa, God is not allowing me to be a victim. He's saying, no, this happened for your benefit. Mm -hmm. And then he brought me to these different prayers. Like, When I say brought me, I should explain. All he did was he just brought to mind different prayers that I've prayed over the years that were now being answered because of the things that we were learning and the intimacy that Louise and I were having through this trial that we were going through. And I'm like, whoa, this did happen for us because so many blessings that we got through it, we wouldn't have had otherwise. And so I want to encourage you with that. 
where there's a tough situation or you've screwed up on something, um, get God's perspective on that. I was I was going or just probably a year ago maybe I was thinking about different situations in my past where I've gotten God's perspective, and I thought this one situation I never have done this, and it's when I it, it's the first room that I ever watched porn, and not necessarily like the first time, but it was always in this one specific room where it was over and over. That's where the addiction started. And so I had never prayed about that. And I was always kind of sad and I wished that that didn't happen. And, and so I was like, man, I've never prayed about this. And I was 11, I think, or 12. And I was just picturing like 11 year old Matthew being, and, and I was feeling sorry for him, like compassion, just sad that he was engaged in that. And I was like, God, where were you in that room? And I, and I want to say this because I don't, I don't know if I've ever told this story, but I want to say that it wasn't super clearly from God. Like sometimes it's people, things are so obviously from God. It's like, whoa, that was powerful. Other times, like, was that from me? Was that from him? The, I'm bringing this up intentionally to say, like, I don't usually do this because I don't know for sure if it was him. But typically, what I've found is, mm-hmm. um, if it's not something that I've that I've thought of or that I would think of on my own, even if it seems super subtle, it's usually God because there's fruit that comes from it. So I was praying. I said, God, where were you in this room? And I was picturing myself in this room. And I saw the Lord behind me, Jesus, with this massive needle, like this it was big, big needle. And he, and like when I say big, I mean like three feet long and like Oof. a foot in diameter, Oof. like big. Yep. <laughs> and, and he injected me from behind and he said, that was the moment I injected you with purpose, with your purpose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, crazy. And so I, I hear, I say that and I'm still, when I say it, I'm like, is that even theologically right? I don't know. Or like, was it that moment or did he have my purpose planned before that? Or I don't, so I'm saying like, I don't know for sure. But at the same time, I, I want to give that example to say, sometimes you're not really sure and that's okay. Yeah. But if that was me, I still have a different perspective on that moment. Because now when I think about the moment, I'm like, yeah, but God has used that so much. Mm-hmm. It's not just I wish I never did it. And obviously I wish I never did. Yeah. But he also used that. And so when we can get God's perspective on a situation, um, even if it's just us, it can change the way we think about it. Yeah. And I want to encourage people with that always. It's like, I don't know if, like, oh, man, God told me that I could have peace in this situation. But I don't know if it was him. I think that might have just been me. I'm like, well, okay, well, now you're thinking about something. Today was just you. Is that in line with the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really cool. Let's go with that, right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, but I do believe God is super subtle with how he speaks. And I'll tell this story too. Just a couple months ago, I was driving and I was driving, it was probably 8 or 8.30. I thought of this pastor in Edmonton here and I thought, oh, I should call him, see if he wants to do a men's breakfast. Hmm. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years. Well, the next morning I was here, we were recording a podcast and I look at my phone and this pastor's calling me. I'm like, what? I did like a double take as we were recording. I'm like, he's calling me? So I called him back after we recorded. He goes, hey, Matt, uh, just was thinking of you. I want to know if you want to come do a men's breakfast. <laughs> yeah. That The night before, that was to me, not God. That was 100% my own thought. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe now that it was because God showed that it was him. And so when you're learning God's voice, there's always going to be fruit that comes that's godly fruit. Yeah. And so it's a way of him teaching like, hey, that was me. And I want you to know I'm more with you than you realize. Yeah. And so bring your disappointments to God. Bring these hard things, the memories that you've had. 
Um, and hey, a lot of people talk about inner healing or inner or speaking to their inner child. There's ministries and courses and books on healing your inner child. And a lot of teaching is, is I, don't, I don't think it's terrible. I just don't think it's complete because people will say, hey, speak to your inner child. Like that, right. that four-year-old you, speak to him. Tell him that he's okay. Tell him he's safe. I want to bring Jesus into that. Mm-hmm. And Brad, and you do too. I know we both were like, bring Jesus into that. Have mm-hmm. Jesus speak to that inner child. Mm-hmm. Have Jesus speak to those moments when you were a kid and you were hurt. And yeah. there's just so much power there. Yeah, there is. And, you know, I think it's great. This is great that you mentioned this because... Uh, he, God works in our thoughts. Um, I've heard it so many times, like you're saying, I don't think that was God. I think that was me. And I'm like, well, was it peace? Was yeah. it love? Was it joy? Was it patience? You know, whatever was spoken over you, that's a good test, right? Like if it's negative, it's attacking. If it's ac- accusatory, that's not from God. Um, so that's a good test too. So you're right. <laughs> if something's spoken over you and you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Well, if it's if if it has the fruits of the spirit and if it's a, a line with God's character, well, good chance. It's a good chance that's from God. And and like I said, even so, God can work in that um, mm-hmm. in our own thoughts. If we're we're thinking a thought that's um, um, we're, we're wrestling in scripture, whatever. God works in that. It's He's powerful. He can do all things. Yeah. Right? If it so, really was your thought, maybe God is directing your thought. <laughs> that's right. God directs our thoughts too. But if it's it's something negative, attacking, um, any of those other things, that's what we can throw because we know that isn't from God. So that's a good test. But I'm glad you brought that up. Um, so God's speaking. God's speaking to you, and invite Him into your life to speak. Just say that prayer, even as you end this podcast. God, I want to hear your voice. I want to know your voice. Would you speak to me? I am ready to hear. Just pray that. Pray that along with us. And I'm just telling you right now that this is a journey. Even if you don't hear anything in day one or day two, keep pressing into God. He's speaking. And sometimes just the noise of our head, the noise of our life, we have a hard time hearing. But engage with Jesus, hear from him and, and invite him into this. It's not that he needs, uh, you know, our consent in the sense that um, he can do all things. But what I mean is, is that, you know, this is a relational thing. You know, he isn't going to twist our arm. He isn't going to force anything upon us. So when we invite him into our lives and we're, we present ourselves as ready to hear, uh, that's when we start to hear and we, we can learn to know his voice in a deeper way. So, we encourage you with that. Absolutely. And, um, feel free if you wanted to email, you know, what some of the things that you feel God's speaking to you. We love hearing stories of what God's done in your life. Um, so feel free to share that. But share the podcast. Share with people that, um, you know, maybe God is speaking to you about right now that need to hear this. Um, even in your own life, you know, what does this look for like for you? So You could literally just stop and you can pray and you can say, hey, God, can you bring to mind two names that you want me to share this with? That's right. And I'm not saying that to spread the podcast, although you obviously that could. <laughs> but I'm saying as uh, in my heart, it was more like I realized, oh, that sounds like I'm just pushing that. But <laughs> but it was it, my, my intention is more, hey, that's an example of something that you can do. Hey, God, mm-hmm. can you bring to mind two people? Hey, God, can you bring to mind what? Uh, you want me to do next or something like that and it could just be super simple but but we do encourage you to do that maybe bring to mind a couple people that you could share this with and uh, that's a way that god will use you god bless you we know that you're made to hear his voice he wants to speak he's ready and waiting so like brad said end this podcast by going god i really want to hear your voice please teach me that thanks for listening if you would like to hear more please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.